Happy New Year! Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 97, uh, January 4th of 2023. Today, I will be answering four interesting investment questions received in the last week. My fifth and latest investment book, New York Stock Exchange's 106 Best High Dividend Stocks, is now available at Amazon.com. Question number one. With Tesla's share price drop, would you consider buying it? Tesla is not a weak stock. Its IDM score is 59. The highest score I've ever seen is a 78, and the lowest is a 4. The reason I would not buy it is that it is not yet paying a dividend, its operating margin is lower than what I like, and its price-to-earnings ratio is higher than I like. What is propping it up is that it is still the darling of the stock analysts. Many analysts are projecting its stock price will more than double from its current value. I do not think I've ever before seen a stock whose trading volumes was hitting 100 million shares a day. For every seller of Tesla, there has to be a buyer or the trade would not go through. Obviously, it has the attention of both optimistic and pessimistic speculators. Where the price will be six months from now, who knows? I don't speculate on share prices. Those who bought Tesla four years ago have seen it grow from $20.97 on January 1st of 2018 to a high of $387.64 on November 8th of 2021. This is a speculator's dream that has now turned into a nightmare for those who have bought it more recently. What does the future hold for Tesla? While it now dominates the electric vehicle market, like honey attracts flies, it is now attracting more and more competitors. Many of these competitors have deep pockets and decades of experience in selling automobiles. Competition is the way of capitalism. The competition will bring out cheaper cars that can go further on a battery charge. Achieving a lower price for an electric vehicle is not hard. I have read that an electric car has 4,000 parts to be assembled compared to an internal combustion car, 14,000 parts. Thus, Tesla is selling a much less expensive car at a premium car price. This is why they are now realizing far better profits than the average car manufacturer. However, it leaves a lot of room for competitors to eventually take market share away from Tesla by cutting prices. It may take 5 to 10 years for the competition to make an impact, but it will happen. Tesla's competitors are well aware they must switch to electric vehicles or perish. Question number two. 
I have lost money because I did not sell my house early in 2022. How important is timing in the buying of a stock? If share prices drop, I may be able to pick up what is now a $10 stock paying a $1 annual dividend for only $5 if I wait. This would give me double the dividend income if I invested the same amount of money. According to you, dividends remain steady even through share price fluctuations. The difference between you and me is that I am now comfortably retired, living off my portfolio whose dividend income exceeds my needs by a considerable amount. I can afford to be cavalier about share prices because I know from experience that financially strong companies do rise over time and so do their dividend payouts. Would I be so cavalier about share prices if I was just trying to build up enough of a portfolio to afford to retire? If I did not know then what I now know, probably not. When I retired, I had a sum of a few hundred thousand dollars that I expected to have to live off of for the rest of my life. My investment advisor had lost $300,000 of a much larger sum. Initially, he had told me that I would survive in my retirement by liquidating 4% of my portfolio every year and live off that income. Now, with a much smaller portfolio, I would have to live on much less if I stuck to his 4% income plan. My retirement was looking very bleak. If someone had told me then that this relatively small amount would increase by 500% in my retirement years, plus provide me with a steady annual six-digit income, I would never have believed them. What the portfolio has achieved was unexpected, but it has taught me some very valuable lessons that no one was teaching me back then. Often, in those early retirement years, as a now self-directed investor, when I bought a stock that was paying a high dividend, the stock price would decline. I did not sell it because I was living on its dividend income. What came as a surprise to me was that the longer I waited, the more the stock climbed. Soon, the strong stock would exceed the price that I had bought it at and keep on climbing. Sometimes, especially in the market crashes of 2008 and 2020, the same share would lose 50% of its value in the crash. However, because it had grown so much, even in its reduced state, it was still several times higher than what I had originally paid for it as well. Much to my surprise, the dividend payouts these companies paid remained steady and even climbed despite the share price having dropped 50% in the crash. I also saw that while the share price had dropped, the dividend yield percent had to increase even though the dividend amount being paid out had stayed the same. This is when it finally sunk in that there is no relationship between share price 
and the dividend payouts coming from profits. Perhaps the important thing is to get your money into high dividend stocks and not worry about what price the shares cost you. Therefore, of course you are right if for the same amount of money invested, you can buy a stock at $5 that previously was at $10 a share, you potentially make twice as much in capital gain when the stock eventually exceeds $10. Also, for the same amount of money, you're receiving twice the dividend income as you would have received if you'd paid $10 for half the number of stocks. Unfortunately, no one can accurately predict future share prices. When a speculator tries to buy a stock at a low price with the intention of selling it as quickly as possible at a higher price, they usually get the timing wrong and lose money. Unfortunately, stocks never move in one direction. It is always in a zigzag up and down pattern. You are waiting for some sign that the markets have bottomed out and now is the time to buy. However, it isn't until a significant time has passed that a market's direction is established. What happens if the stock price is not bottomed out and the slight upward move is followed by an even greater drop in share price? Will you sell and take a loss and wait for another sign? Ideally, you want to have your portfolio in a position that the dividend income is providing enough to keep you happy. Perhaps then you can stop worrying about timing the market. Your strong stocks, which you may have bought at a higher price than you would now have to pay, will rise in time. Your steady dividend income will keep rolling in and rising. As you wait for the market to drop, you're losing dividend income because you have not bought the stock. You are also trying to time the market with the selling of your house. Depending on where you live, the housing market will eventually rise. Obviously, the price you now want for your house is too high for the current market or you would be getting offers. Meanwhile, taxes and other real estate expenses are costing you money. If you sold the property at a fair market price and invested the money into financially strong stocks paying high dividends, you would be making dividend income instead of paying out money in taxes, insurance, and maintenance. My wife owned a small apartment building that she sold about 10 years ago. It is now worth probably 300% more than what she sold it for. Does she feel cheated? No. The dividend income from the portfolio she created with that money is significant and generates a greater profit from the asset of a stock portfolio than what she was realizing from a real estate asset. While the portfolio is now worth only 50% more than what she received from the sale of the property, that portfolio has provided her with a very generous, safe, reliable, ever-increasing dividend income for 10 years. 
the stress of owning a rental property is long gone. I think this is an illustration of the old saying, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. There comes a time in your life the objective is to reduce life's stresses. Question number three. Will the stock market ever recover? Like almost everyone, the total of my portfolio is down a few hundred thousand dollars from its high on March 23rd of 2022. But I have been through worse share price drops. In 2020, I saw a 48.1% drop on March 22nd from a previous best high on February 21st of 2020. I really do not pay too much attention to my stock's share prices. I recognize that they are manipulated by speculators and beyond my control. My investment objective is a steady, growing dividend income. And despite the current drop in the value of my portfolios, my dividend income has not declined. Several stocks have even increased their dividend payouts. I have sold only one stock in the last year and have seen no significant changes in my portfolio's stock scores to make me consider selling any other stocks. With my surplus dividend income, I will be buying more shares. Although I have looked, I have seen no evidence that anyone can accurately predict future share prices. They may occasionally get lucky and predict a winner, but the high number of losers that they bet on negate the wins. All I know is that financially strong companies paying high dividends, like all those I own, do eventually exceed their previous record highs. This could happen within the next six months or within two years. I think the ending of the Ukrainian war will give a psychological boost to all stock prices. I do not see it going on much longer, perhaps six months to a year. Investors do not like uncertainty. Most of the strongest 10 largest companies seem to be in a stable political position for the next two years. This should be good for investors. Question number four. In a stock market, why can the majority of investors be wrong? The word wrong implies that there are only two options in the stock market, right and wrong. Does this mean right is defined as making money and wrong is defined as losing money? How can you make money in the stock market? To make money in the stock market, you must first buy a stock. This actually gives you three possible outcomes. The share price may go up, go down, or stay the same. However, there is another way to make money in the stock market. Companies can also choose to share their profits with their shareholders by paying dividends. Optimistic speculators, gamblers, 
who are sure that a share price is about to go up will pay more to acquire a stock that will give them a win. Pessimistic speculators, gamblers, who are sure that a share price is about to go down will take less for a stock to devise themselves of a stock to avoid a loss. A stock cannot be acquired by an optimist unless they entice a pessimist to sell it. Hundreds of millions of shares or bets are placed daily on about 16,000 stocks in North America. The volume of shares being traded make it impossible to accurately predict what share price will be next week, next month, next year, or 25 years from now. Share prices never move in a straight line. They zigzag up and down. Today's winner can be tomorrow's loser. It all depends upon at what price you decided to pay for the stock and at what price you decided to sell the stock. Greed makes you buy and fear makes you sell. Thus, emotions dictate the reason most investors buy and sell stocks. The financial media, anxious to attract a larger audience to sell more advertising to. The stockbrokers, anxious to encourage more stock trading to increase fees. The fund managers, anxious to sell more funds, all fan the emotional flames of fear and greed. So how can you make money on the stock market? First, ignore the price of shares. What you concentrate on is the financial strength of a company and their character. The purpose of a company is not to increase share prices. The purpose of a company is to show ever-increasing profits. This requires skilled executives to make wise decisions about how to increase revenues and how to control expenses. From profits are paid dividends. Without a profit, a company becomes insolvent and ceases to function. The quickest way to identify financially strong companies is to like those who are able to pay high dividends from a high operating margin. I define a high dividend as a dividend yield of 3.5% or more, and a high operating margin as being more than 20%. However, character implies there must be an established history attached to a strong company. Ideally, you want to look at the share prices and dividend payments every year since 1999. You want to see a share price and dividend payout steadily increasing every year since then. You want to see how long after every share price drop in the market crashes of 2000, 2008, and 2020 it took for a company to show its true character by once again achieving record high share prices. You want to see that even during 
the market crashes and recessions, that the steady dividends continue to be paid, and some even increase their payout. As an investor, you are going to go through many market crashes and recessions. Seeing these historical patterns will give you confidence in your investment and confirm that speculators only control share prices with their emotional bidding activity. They do not control profits. If you buy 20 financially strong companies paying high dividends with established character, you will make money in the stock market. Why 20? Because one or two could always deviate from their established character. However, the other stock markets in the portfolio will make their deviation inconsequential. You buy such stocks with the intention of never selling them. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.